Welcome to Marriage Monday with Jeremiah and Savannah Jennings. The Jennings own Growing Green Landscapes and are very happily married. In this podcast, Jeremiah and Savannah discuss the wins, losses, good times, bad times, and everything in between pertaining to owning a business while maintaining a healthy marriage along the way. We hope you enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and I am very excited to be coming to you today with another fresh new episode for your Monday. Thank you for tuning in to another Marriage Monday today. It is an honor to be coming to you uh, each and every Monday here, and we are joined with my beautiful co-host, Savannah. How are you doing this evening? I'm good. Excited to be here? Yes. Tired? Yes. Everyone's tired. Uh, Coming off of the hills of the Equip Expo 2023, it's a wild, wild week out there. Uh, It is one of the best weeks of the year by far, hands down, but you talk about just go, 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 and not much sleep. I think... I think we're in Louisville. We were in Louisville. Let's see. We we were there Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. And so we slept there three nights. We might have gotten 18 hours of sleep the whole trip. I would say we might have gotten six hours a night. That's That was was pushing it. Yeah. Yeah. That was pushing it. We got back to the hotel between 12 and 1230 every night. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday, we were out the door by 6. When when was the time we start? Did the run start at 8? And what? What time did the run start at seven on Wednesday? Yeah, but we got there at six thirty. Yeah, we got something. there six thirty. So, yeah, we were up at five fifty that day, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so. And Eastern time is an hour ahead of us. So we were like still transitioning from Central. 50, so it's yeah. four fifty our time. So yeah, it was, it was wild. Uh, not much sleep at all. But that's really what the week is about. Uh, the week is not for sleeping. The week is for getting out, networking, meeting everybody, growing, and having a good time. And that's exactly what we did. So uh, I think we're just going to kind of walk through a little debrief of the show this week, uh, of today. Last week was, like I said, one of the best weeks of the year. There's, It's one of those times where you don't even know going in. Like, you get pumped up. You you literally have, we've been waiting for this day for, I mean, for this week, literally for like six months. I mean, we start in literally April uh, is when we start pre-registration last year and so, or this year. Uh, 2023, we started in, in April for pre-registration, and the the hype began. Uh, all, people started posting their videos, and then you go through a little lull uh, through summer, and people kind of forget about it, but then it gets August, September, and it really starts coming back to the forefront of your mind, and that's... Uh, that's just what we wait. It's what we're waiting on. Everything, everything that we did this past week was what we've been waiting on for the last year, and it was so fun. Uh, I think you want to just walk through kind of a, a, a agenda of our week. I mean, it was it was wild. I don't. I feel like we saw a lot of people, mm-hmm. but then at the same time, there were people that we didn't see at all, and that yeah. kind of, it makes me sad. But it just shows how big the show actually is, right? Uh, Tuesday, we decided to head out, and we got there, I don't know, we left at, what, 8.39 our time, and got yeah. there at like 2.30, no, 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 we got there at 4, mm-hmm. um, Louisville time, Eastern Standard time, so we had a pretty good trip up there, no no major traffic, I saw some people got caught in some big wrecks, um, very, very thankful we avoided that, but good uh, good travels up, and then we got there and went to Mitchell Gordy's event at uh, Merle's Whiskey Kitchen, I think that's his, I think it's his fourth or fifth event. Uh, there so far and so gets bigger every year it was packed uh, we were only there for like 30 40 minutes and there were people in and out the whole time we were there just meeting greeting mingling hanging out 
Uh, it's a really good time there. It's very small area. That's the only, not a, it's not a complaint by any means, but that's the only downfall is like you get a lot of people in there. It's a very tight space. So people are kind of, you're getting up close and personal with everybody. Uh, that is one way to put it. And so it is a really good time though. It's kind of what kicks off the week. I feel like that's kind of the beginning of the beginning. And so went there and hung out. And then Tuesday night went to the opening reception and that was fun. We went over there for what? Man, we were only there for like 30 minutes, maybe an hour at most, because we had dinner with some friends that night. Uh, and then we, uh, man, what did we do? Did we do anything after that? I don't think we did anything mm-hmm. after that. We went back and went to sleep because it was late. Yeah. Um, and then we, man, then we went no, straight in. we went and walked around or something. No, we didn't. We went straight back. Do we? Yeah, we went straight back that night. Oh, you just then, worked or something? Yeah, I had some stuff to do on the computer for the next day for the guys at home. And then we had 5K. Uh, 5K was awesome. 5K was... Man, what what were your thoughts about the 5K? Um, It was good. It, was, it, wasn't, it actually wasn't as cold as I thought it was going to be. It was not near as cold, which made it 100 times more bearable. Yes. Uh, I mean, it was chilly, but it wasn't It wasn't. Yeah, freezing. I mean, it wasn't like, you know... Anything. I think it was, what, mid mid to high 40s, maybe? I think it was, yeah, maybe high 40s. But um, it was good. We were so tired. You sound like you're still so tired. Um, yeah. We'll work through the week, and then you'll understand why Savannah is so tired. Yeah. But we did the 5K. We both said, so I didn't know going into that. I mean, I didn't know training, no nothing. Uh, we did 75 hard, 75 hard earlier in the summer. I guess really quickly before we continue the show, welcome into the show. If you're new to the show, if you've never listened, if you found out about us at Equip from Energize or the morning show or anything like that or just hanging out, walking around, uh, welcome to the show. This, this is a crazy jungle you've entered into, and if you stick around for long, you're going to get to – you're going to get to realize we're just here hanging out, having a good time, and trying to grow the community one relationship at a time because that's what we're here for. So uh, we'll maybe go into depth. Uh, we'll maybe do a, like a whole uh, in-depth show here soon about just kind of where we're at in life, what we're doing. We try to do those once every, I don't know, two to three months, I think. Just try to keep everybody up to speed because if you miss just a couple shows, you, you get busy or you're not out in the field for a couple weeks, then it's very easy to get lost in uh, where everybody's at. So I enjoy when people do little update shows like that. Cause if I miss their content and I jump back in, I'm like, man, wh- what happened? Where you been? Like not where have you been, but what's, what's been going on in your life? What's changed? Uh, what has changed and things like that. So we might do one of those here to come uh, in the next couple of weeks, but we did the 5k. I did no training for that. We did 75 hard earlier in the summer, but we ended that in middle of July and I don't know that I've worked out five times since then. Just been crazy schedules. Um, the the thing about 75 Hard that was good was it made us realize that we could do anything we set our mind to. Uh, anything that was a true priority to us, we were able to get it done. And so, uh, but, it, but it, ran us, it, it ran us rampant. I mean, there was the business suffered during that time. My time was spent uh, working out and doing other parts of something I've heard that had to get done. And so the business stuff on the back end, just, it just is what it is. So when that was over, it was kind of pick the business back up and get it uh, on its feet again, get out of the hole we got in as far as we got behind on the schedule and things. So that was what the end of the summer looked like. But we went into this 5K, hey, doing no training, no nothing. You had done a little bit of running here, right? I mean, yeah, that's a tad what you bit. you call it. Yeah, not a ton. But you've ran at the gym and stuff some, so – we went in and we were like, man, I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, oh, I knew I wasn't going to run the whole thing. 
I was pretty happy. I mean, I'm I'm very happy with where, what you did, but I was happy with what I did because we. I mean, we both knew we were going to run it separately. We weren't going to run it together the whole time. Well, you pretty much just told me that was how it was going to be. Well, I was going to run it. I wasn't going to walk it. I didn't. I wanted mm-hmm. to see how fast I could do it. It's my first ever five k, so I was like, I might as well go for it. So. Uh, I did not sprint it by any means. I had a steady, constant jog. That was what we did. Um, there was never a time where we stopped and walked, but it was just a slow pace, like steady jog. We had myself, uh, Brian Fullerton, Rory Kendall, and Sam from uh, Mr. Midwest on Instagram. I can't think of his name, um, but he's the videographer that came with Blake Albertson. Y'all did probably saw him do some stuff for Brian a couple weeks ago. He's a very, very talented individual. If you want to see some good video content, go check him out. I think it's Mr. Mr. Midwest video or something like that on Instagram. But uh, the four of us ran, kind of got linked up in the beginning, and then we just stuck the same pace. Uh, Sam and Rory, they were both uh, in the Marines. So they, they were, they've been out for a while, but they both knew how to run. They ran super long distances. So they kind of peeled off and got ahead of us at the end. But uh, me and Brian st- stayed together and kept a pretty solid pace. I think we finished right at 33 minutes, like 33.04 or something like that. So it wasn't too bad. He was mad because I think he lost. He, It was really – we definitely could have gone faster. We were we talked the whole time. So it was like you keep a pace where you can talk and breathe at the same time. If we would have really hammered down and, like, tried to pick it up, probably could have gotten done in 30 minutes. But he lost his time, like, I think by, like, a minute and a half of what he did last year. So he was mad about that. But – it was a good time. It was dark outside. I tell you guys, I don't know how you guys in Louisville or Eastern time zone, this time of year is so bad for you because until the time changes, it's like 7.30, 7.45, and it's still pitch black outside. Like, it was dark outside the entire time we ran. Um, when we got back, it was just starting to get daylight when we crossed the finish line. So that was a wild thing to try to, like, to get to experience being late that – being dark that late outside. But – um, it was good. It was a good time. It was cold up on that bridge, though. That did you realize it got cold up there? Did you notice? It when was y'all got wind- on top? Yeah, I felt just like windy. Yeah, and I mean, you were higher in elevation too, though. So, I mean, what did you? What did your run look like? That was the breakdown of mine. I mean, there wasn't like a big breakdown. We just ran some. You and Liz jog- ran, yeah, together, and yeah. y'all just kind of what back and forth, like run, jog, run type thing. Yeah, I mean, we kind of like took turns being like. You want to walk? <laughs> <laughs> Who was the first one to be like, okay, let's take a break and walk? Um, I don't was remember. Was it a common, was it just like a, a unanimous thing? I think we like took off kind of like, like all, I don't know the right term, not like gung-ho, but just like kind of. Too fast? Maybe, yeah. Or at least I did. And then, I don't know. I can't remember who it was. You both came to a decision to walk a little bit though. So yeah. Yeah. Y'all said y'all really kept a pretty good pace though. Like y'all were, we didn't oh, pass yeah, y'all. We weren't like just stopped. I we mean, were only like we thirty minutes ahead of y'all. I mean, not too yeah. Far, so try again. <laughs> I think we were what ten, yeah, something like that. So, but yeah, we made the turn and we didn't like where we made the turn. Come back from the bridge, y'all were we not were far up from on it. the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, y'all were already. We were like almost halfway. We were heading back from the end of the bridge, and y'all were like we were like halfway, halfway across the bridge the, when we passed you. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying you weren't that far behind. Correct. Honestly, I think y'all lost more time coming back. Like, no, we did because there we was walked. not a ten minute difference between no we walked, where we were and where we passed you. Walked more after that. Um, man, there was one kid. the The guy that won though, like we were, so we were coming up. This was it's three point was it three point two or three point one one. 
3.1 miles is a 5K. And so what we had to do is run to this pedestrian bridge, run up this ramp. The Across the bridge and back was one mile, and a little over a mile, and then back down the ramp and back to the finish line. We were going up the ramp, and the kid was coming down the ramp to mm-hmm. go back to the finish line. That's how far ahead he was. That's than us. It was, I mean, he was way ahead of us. Yeah. Like, he had to finish in f- less than 15 minutes. Fit. That's a little crazy. I No, I'm not kidding. I'm telling you, we were coming up the ramp, and he was already coming back down. That's and that, a, no way. Yeah, and that means we still had over two miles to go. Because we had to go across the bridge and back, which was a little over a mile, and then all the way back to the finish line. So, we might have had a right under two miles. But I'm telling you, he was... Flying, He's I had moving. yeah, I had no uh, no desire to be in his shoes. But ran the five k that morning, and then the show kicked off. Went back to the hotel, and we had pretty much we just had to run. Um, yeah, got to the show, quick. got in uh, a little bit early before all the all the uh, everyone all the gate the the gates opened to the to the flood of people that came in there. So we got in there and got to do a little bit of looking around and doing some stuff for the podcast, which was fun. Um, got to meet with a couple of vendors and things, and try to plan for some things to come. But then the the gates opened at 12 to everyone, and we were set up at the John Deere booth on Wednesday. We got the podcast there from 12 to 3. Stay tuned for some really good shows coming out on that. If you listen to Friday's show, you heard uh, Sam Fink uh, talked about we got to interview him in the booth there. So that was a real-time episode that got released. Um, we got to interview him there, and it was such a cool story. Like Sam came up, and we were in the middle of a podcast, and he came up and said, hey, and um, it was so cool just to get to meet somebody who'd listened, and he's a young guy's I'm pretty sure he's a senior in high school uh, Mm -hmm. and just really like growing his business and things. So it was an honor to get to hang out with him and interview him there. But we got some other great shows coming here uh, in the next week or two with some people from John Deere talking about their new products to come. I think, guys, you're going to be really, really impressed with the things they're doing with the new Quick Track and just where they're going in the future. They've totally redesigned that machine. If you know anything about John Deere, their stand on was kind of subpar a couple years ago. Well, they've taken it taking it down to the bare bones, to the guts, and then totally rebuilt it from the bottom up. Um, so it is a really good-looking machine. I can't wait to share some more on that in the future. But we got to set up there for three hours, and we just hung out. People came by, uh, got pictures, said, hey, talked for a little bit, which was really fun. And it was kind of hard to find. I know a couple people said they came by but couldn't find us. We were kind of tucked in a corner, but it was a really cool setup, actually. I mean, they had a good backdrop behind us and stuff. So, uh it was a good time there, and then after that, we had what we have. We had Energize walkthrough, uh, or, or the morning show walkthrough. Yeah, we. Got, I mean, there's a little bit of time we got to walk around. Yeah, a little bit. Not I much. think we went and saw Brian in the mid X mark, uh, and then mm-hmm. we had the morning show walkthrough in the afternoon, and that was good. Just trying to get everything ready for the next day. That was the big. That was the big time show, and then Wednesday went to dinner. Yeah, it was um, Brittany's birthday dinner. <laughs> yeah, Brittany's third birthday in the same year, if that's even possible. So. Yeah. Uh, if you've seen on Brian Fullerton's Instagram, Brian's Low Maintenance or anything like that, then uh, this all started last, it was last November uh, when we was went to it, Michigan. Was that the first time you had yeah. done it? Yeah, it was when we went to LAL. Uh, we At went to Texas, Texas Roadhouse, Roadhouse to eat. <laughs> and Brittany hates being like called out. Like in like, she doesn't yeah. want all the public attention on her. Um, so Brian, no, if you know Brian at all, then it just, it fits his personality. He decided to, Tell Texas Roadhouse that it was her birthday, and uh, if you've ever been to Texas Roadhouse and seen them do a birthday, it is not just a happy birthday song. It is mm-hmm. an all-out show. So they walked out and gave the whole the whole shebang, and then, see, 
Brittany's got to learn, and I don't. She knows this. She's got to learn. She can't react. Like the reaction yeah, is what makes him do it. Like it. it's just like it's the key principle of life. It's you. Yeah, pretty much. If you don't react, they're gonna stop doing it. Like if she just like ah whatever, then Brian would stop. He would never do it again. <laughs> but uh, she reacts every time. And so we went out to dinner Wednesday night, and of course, same thing happened. Yeah, we were at this nice, like super nice Brazilian steakhouse. Like this is not a. This isn't a any Texas Roadhouse. No, this is not Texas Roadhouse. This is a super nice Brazilian steakhouse. So we're all sitting there. There's a group of what twenty people in there, and uh, it's it's flooded. Like it is, it's crowded. I mean, there's thirty thousand people in Louisville. Every restaurant you go to in the evening is just crowded. Yeah, uh, except for our one secret spot that will never be told because that place <laughs> is that place is so good. Um, sorry guys, that'll never be aired to the public. Um, unfortunately, but. That is, uh, we were at this Brazilian steakhouse, and all of a sudden, this uh, waiter comes out, and he doesn't speak much English. He just sets the cake down, and uh, Brittany just her her face turned as white as a ghost. I mean, yeah, we were all just sitting there looking, and uh, Brian just sitting over there like starts singing. Brian starts singing, and he has like this like evil smirk on his face. Like I turned <laughs> and looked at him, and he was literally like, it was like just it made it easier, I think. Yeah, know, just being able to pull that off, and so. Everybody started singing. The whole 25 people started singing. They brought a couple of waiters and waitresses out. And so, turning this whole thing, it was actually, it looked like pretty good chocolate cake. Yeah. I was it, kinda, it did like, look good. I was kind of mad. Emmy got in there and like, <laughs> Amy, she Amy played thought, it. Yeah. Brittany was sharing it with her and, you know, then she just started playing with it. Yeah, which she is did what a two-year-old totally does. Fine. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that's what a two-year-old does. So, I mean, that was a better way to eat but it. But Brittany was like, here, Caleb, you want this? And, or, no, he came in. Well, he came and got it. And Brittany's like, I don't think you're going to want that. Yeah. But mm. uh, it looked like good cake. So that that was the act, the festivities of Wednesday night. I think we went back and um, just hung out that evening and, and got to talk and hang out. Um, and we got to walk on 4th Street a little bit. And then Thursday was the big day. Thursday was. Uh, Thursday morning was the morning show. show. So we got to the morning show and we got to the to the expo at seven fifteen, seven thirty. Um, not seven. Yeah, not seven. Uh somebody told Kevin Brady they're supposed to be at seven. They say it was me. I don't I never said that. So I've already told you fifteen times what happened. Seven never came out of my mouth. Okay. I don't know. I don't know where y'all got seven from. I'm telling you right now, you were trying you Y'all must have heard Naylor say seven. Uh, okay. What? Tell me what. You sarcastically said something about having to be there at seven o'clock in the morning. So they took that as, and I think the she Bible? just heard you say that that you had to be there at seven. Uh-oh. But you really did sitting on the couch say, "We got to be there at seven o'clock in the morning." I don't. I truthfully don't remember that. Well, I we got we rolled in about seven thirty. It came right when got there with the opening thinking, staff. I remember thinking, like, "Whoa, why do we have to be there at seven o'clock?" I just the conversation just yeah. kept going, so I didn't say I don't anything know. about it. I don't know, but we got there seven thirty, and there was the room was already starting to fill up. It, it kind of took a minute. I was somewhat worried. I was like, "Okay, come on, come on, guys, let's get in here, let's have a good show." Because uh, it was like seven forty-five, and it was it was slowly filling, but there was a lot of people left. And then between seven fifty and eight ten, I mean, it just it filled up totally. I mean, there was yeah. no every table in there was full. There was standing room only in the back. People were lined up on the walls, and so we started off with who do we start off with? Naylor and Keith. Mm-hmm. And they did a really good show. Um, they went pretty deep. If you know Keith Kalfas at all, he's going to go pretty deep if you give him a mic and don't tell him not to. And so Naylor kind of fed him that bone, and he took it and ran with it. So that was a it was a good show though. I, I can't wait to honestly listen back to that on Naylor's podcast, the LCR Media Podcast, um, to 
listen to it more in depth because when you're there in the moment, it's like you're just taking everything in. It's hard to really focus and pay attention. But I want to listen to it on the mower and see kind of what Keith got into because I know it was good stuff. Uh, and then myself and Caleb Allman did a podcast for the Kid Contractor Podcast. Stay tuned for that. Should be coming out probably in the next week or two here. From the morning show there, we had six, there were 600 people in that room. They put out 550 chairs. Every chair that I saw was full. I know there was 50 people on the wall in the back. Um, so there was every bit of 600 people in there, which was super cool. So we did a podcast with a live audience, and we talked about equipment talk and me purchasing uh, our machine this year and just kind of the the process of that, what that looked like, and talked to guys about things that you sh- there's a couple things you can do in business to really transition and transform your business um, and they're not huge steps so stay tuned for that one and then Paul and Jeremy Connect did an interview for Paul's podcast the Green Industry Podcast and Jeremy uh, everybody calls him Jeremy Jacobs his name is not Jeremy Jacobs but it's Jay Jacobs on Instagram uh, but Jeremy Connect is his real name and Jeremy is one of the most humble kind real genuine people I've ever met in my life um, he gives so much knowledge he has a great business uh out there in, I, I believe, Indiana or Illinois. No, maybe it's Illinois. I don't know. Indiana or Illinois, one of those two. Uh, I think it's actually Illinois. But he uh, he does a, he runs a great, great setup out there. And so he brings that. If you if you follow him on Instagram, Jay Jacobs, then you see his stripes and stuff. But he always brings good knowledge and good energy to the show. So it was uh, exciting to see him there and listen to their interview as well. I think that honestly might have been his third time. Because they did, they done the morning show twice. I thought, I thought they interviewed him. Paul interviewed him the first year. I don't remember though. But uh, it was good getting to hear from him. He was always, uh, always great. So then we hung out, shook hands, took a lot of pictures, got to meet some people and talk to people afterwards. And then we had the showroom floor. Uh, it was our turn to go see everything. That was kind of the first. That was really the first time that we got to really go look at everything and like make our rounds um, mm-hmm. that morning. So we did that, and we got some lunch. Uh, I don't even remember what we ate that day. It wasn't we, anything good. We, yeah, no, that was the day we tried to do the fruit bowl, and we just Oh, uh, yeah, literally got some pretzels that we had in our bag. That is the only problem with Equip. Not the only problem. There's a few, but <laughs> but that's one of their big issues is you have 30,000 people come into an event, and you have four food trucks out front and just normal concession stands uh, inside the building. There might be 10 or 12 concession stands all around the place to eat out of well divide that by 30,000 people that's not a lot of options and so it uh that that's a big it's a big bottleneck a lot of lines a lot of long lines you you could literally wait in line for 30 minutes to an hour easy uh at any food place you went to so you could miss a lot of the show that's one thing that I would try to encourage equipped to work on uh, if I had any say or pull in that area I would say that's that's something we need to get Need to get fixed uh, or try to dial in on for the years to come. But we uh, got some got some city some fruit bowl or something. It was all right. But made our rounds that day. Got to got to network, hang out. Like again, like I said, uh, meet a lot of people on the showroom floor. Um, just walk around the booths, meet a bunch of new vendors and things, exhibitors, learn about some new products. And then we had to energize at two o'clock. Uh, same thing. It was it's not the same thing, but same room. Um, we had about six hundred people again. Every table was full. Standing room only in the back. Uh, myself, Brian Fullerton, Blake Alverson, and Keith Calvis were on a panel, and we talked sales and marketing. That was uh, that was a fun thing. Like, I mean, what did it look like for you out in the crowd? I mean, was it was it good? Did we make? Did we do a good job? No, yeah, it looked really good. Everyone was super. Was there good value in it? Yeah, 
I thought so. We got some good questions. Uh, I, I we opened up to questions for to a room of six hundred people. We could take we could do Q and A for no joke five hours if we wanted to, but we tried to fit Q and A into about seven and a half minutes. So we got two or three questions in there. Expanded on those, which is good. But I think I think those events open up the doors to a lot of new things to come because you get the guys in there who have never heard of anything. They just see our faces on banners out in the hallway and say, "Oh, what is this?" And so come in there and then check out all the podcasts and things and you see well there's a whole different world of things that we can be learning and growing from so it's exciting to get that many people in there and get the word out about the shows and how um, they can grow uh, in their business and things so yeah we had energized and then we just again hung out networked um, shook hands talked a lot in the afternoon there after the show then hit the showroom floor for a brief moment before the end of the day and then we went to uh, went to eat dinner that night and then Thursday night we did the man. Thursday was packed. We had the concert, yeah. And then we had the rally, or we had the rally, and then we had the concert. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought we had something else before. No, I guess we didn't have anything else before that. But we had dinner, and then we had the rally, which was cool. Getting to go to the, I think that's the fifth or sixth rally too. Um, it was at the top of the Yum Center this year, which was extremely cool. It worked out great because. Previous years, like it's been at the last two years, it's been at Copper and Kings, which was an outside venue, and it rained like cats and dogs outside. Um, it rained mm. bad. This no, not last year, like this year. Um, we were sitting inside at the top of the center, and it was raining oh, sheets down rain. the side of the building. You could yeah. just see it. Um, yeah, so it was very turned out. Turned out extremely well that we were inside, but had the whole top floor of like the executive suite in the Yum Center, which was really really cool. Rented out and uh, had. God, I don't know four to four to five hundred people in there. I mean, it was it was packed. It was a you bunch think of people. It was that many people? I mean, I would say I would say three to four hundred at least. Um, I mean, mm. in between in and out, maybe not in there all at one time, but yeah. in and out. Uh, there was when I mean, it was packed. That was a big room. Um, when you saw that room empty, you realized how big it was. There was people out on the deck on the balcony. Um, it was a it was a pretty big crowd, and so they did some giveaways and things, which was really cool. And then we had the. The uh, what was that? The concert after that, Dylan Scott opened up, and then I think they had Third Eye Blind come in after that. And uh, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I've seen something on Facebook that they weren't the biggest hit, uh, that it kind of got kind of empty in there. So I'll be interested to see how they address the concert thing moving forward. But I still love the venue, the venue was a great move by Equip. Uh, I know they forked out a, a good sum of money to be able to rent that place out, but it was a very good move. It got everybody inside all in one place. Uh, I like that. A lot, if they get a good entertainer, performer in there, then I think that would be a really big hit moving forward. So, we had a late night podcast that night. Stay tuned to next week's show. Uh, next week's Marriage Monday is going to be one you don't want to miss. It's uh, it's wild. Um, some be of the, entertaining, to the least. Some of the things, I don't even remember what we talked about. Some of the things we got into in that show, were, we were... Yeah. We were we were talking about stupid stuff. We got super deep a couple times. Uh, it was really good, but we did I that. I think that's how... Our shows of them are like it. It's I don't know. It's all over the place. It is. It starts. It, it starts one place and then goes a million other directions. Yeah, I and it know. gets serious and then it gets light and then it gets serious again. But uh, that was with Caleb and Brittany Allman. So stay tuned for next week's show. That's gonna be a two part show. Will be one on our show and then part part two will be on our show and part one will be on the Kid Contractor podcast. So. Go check them out, and uh, that's going to be a good one. You don't want to miss that one, for real. Uh, very, very entertaining, but there's some good value in it, actually. We get into, like I said, get into some deep stuff. So, late night that night, and then Friday was just last day of the show. That show everybody's dragging that day. Like, 
we got up to we got up and went to the Bro Life breakfast, which was awesome uh, in the parking lot there with the, like the camper gang. Who knows? Maybe we'll have a camper next year. Maybe we'll just go park in mm. the parking lot and do that do that whole lifestyle. Eh, You're know. not about it. I don't know. Why are you not about it? I didn't say I wasn't about it. If I had a camper, I would probably do it. Maybe. I don't know. I like staying downtown. I like being right there and walking distance of everything. Me too. Um, but it's also nice being right there on the on the campground. I mean, on the uh, expo center as well. So yeah, they both have their positives. But got up and went down there and hung out with all the hardscape guys, uh, which was really cool. It's, you don't just have to be a hardscaper to go, but that's typically who I was there. Uh, and so we hung out with them. And then we went into the show. That was early morning. We got there at 6.30 or 7. No. No, we got there at, what, 7.30? Yeah. Yeah, about 7.30. Um, and then we went into the show that day and just made our rounds, made our, our final walkthroughs, got to see a bunch of different things. We finally made it outside that day. The whole first two days, we did make it outside one time. Uh, and so we went outside for maybe 30 to 40 minutes maybe. on Friday. Mm-hmm. But it was really muddy. It was windy. I uh, didn't stay out there very long. Got to ride a few pieces of equipment, though, and I uh, was very glad we got to do that. That was a good opportunity to get to put some hands on some of these mowers that we were talking about and video and, th- and things. And so excited to see how those things perform in the field in the future. But uh, made our final walkthrough. We passed Blake and Adam that day, and everybody, and we just looked at each other and was like, everybody's just dead. Like, exhibitors are dead. There's, there's like half the crowd in there as usual. Um, it's just like, oh, let's get through the day because everybody's so tired. The first two days are such a – such an energy sucker, uh, but it was good. It was good while it lasted. And so Friday was good. Made our, like I said, made final rounds, said our final goodbyes to a bunch of guys that we see literally once or twice a year. Um, so it's kind of sad saying bye, but at the same time, you know, you just come back next year better than ever. Uh, try to do it all over again. So then we uh, started the trek home, and that was a good little ways, uh, five and a half hours home. And so we got home, made it home safely Friday evening. Barely. Yeah, barely made it home, but we made it home, and then we got to see Jack, and that was so good. We we left him with uh, our grandparents here, and so they loved getting to watch him and hang out, but it was one of those things that you miss them. You miss them when you're gone. That Was was that the longest we've been away, or was it Orlando? I don't remember. Um, I think they were like the same the amount same, of time. Yeah. yeah. So... But he's a lot bigger now, a lot more active. He realizes when, like, who we are and stuff. So it's always great to get to come home and see him. And he's very, very happy to see us when we get home. So love getting to come home to him. Uh, it's a whole different perspective on things. But at the same time, we remind ourselves why we do it, uh, why we went up there, why we took that time. Um, we're working, trying to create our uh, create our own future and put our, put him and put us in a better place than uh, we are right now. So that was kind of part of why we went. And then. Saturday, uh, we went to the Auburn game. It was a night game. So we have season tickets to the Auburn football games, and it was just turned out we had one that Saturday after Equip. It was a night game, of course. It was 6 o'clock. So it's about two hours from us uh, south. And so we drove. We left here at 3.30, 3, mm-hmm. 3.30. Drove yep. down, went to the game. Jack was uh, Jack was a little bit of a fan. Uh, he turned into a fan. Wasn't at first, yeah. He's not at first, but then – because we had guys, uh, I can't even say that because I'll get fined. But uh, we had fined. The, yeah, we had these ladies around us that just were screaming just oh, for I no don't reason. Talk about like, it. just have some self awareness. It okay. was just so bad. Like, oh, oh, it was so bad. But uh, and we have seats. Like, Jack's, we sit in these same uh, seats every time. These people have never been there ever. And so this is Jack's first game. We were like, oh, we're gonna he, take him. 
and they start screaming. And it, uh, every like time you they scream at a football screaming. game, you scream at a football game. Like you have fun, you yell. The, this girl was losing her mind. Like, and it was scaring Jack so bad because it was right behind us, and he would bust into like crocodile tears oh, yeah. every single time. And I was like, and she did it for no joke, like a whole quarter. Yeah, and I was, I was like, like, okay, do you not realize? What I'm not you're trying doing? to be a, like a Karen, and you know, try yeah. to say that everybody around us can't have a good time, and you have to like, you know, change what you're doing for my kid. But yeah. like, also, it's unnecessary, and like, they can't hear what you're saying. It's my biggest pet peeve <laughs> at people at football games when they like. Yeah, but if yell everybody, their opinion. But if everybody said that, oh yeah, now yell on your opinion. Totally yell on your opinion. Yeah. Do this, do that. Go, go, go. Like what the freak? Like <laughs> ho- cheer for you them. You can get when loud on third down. It's yeah. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like you saying what you want to say is actually going to do something. Yeah. All right, tell us how you really feel. No, it I, is one of my pet peeves. Like you sound like an idiot. No one can hear you. I don't know why you're wasting your breath. Yeah, it was rough. It was, it was rough. just so, so luckily we had a, just. It was just upsetting Jack so much. Yeah, and it, it was like it would have been I annoying. To leave. It would have been annoying if if he wasn't there. It would have been annoying, but it was super annoying the fact that it was just like making him literally burst into tears, and she like wasn't even noticing it. Yes, yeah, like, like, like have some just self have some common sense, and he was crying. Yeah, like not just like oh I'm scared. Like no, yeah, like petrified. literally screaming. Yeah, and so we stuck it out though, and then finally she chilled. And we had a young guy next to us, and I was like, hey, do you mind just switching seats with us? So he moved over in so front of her. So she can yell in your ear and not ours, yeah. pretty much. And I'm, I was glad he did it. But uh, once we did that, he was good. He was he good. He got used to it. It was yeah. fun. So he was put on a show at that point. He was Everybody around him was laughing at him. He was laughing, having a good time. So <laughs> oh, yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, but we, that was another late night. Had a, had a late night down there, and then you had to work today. So just Savannah is just... I'm so making it happen. I'm so unwell. Like I'm just sitting here thinking about my this is the life, last seven days. And I'm like, how many times I have been awake past midnight and up before six? In the pa- yeah. And the days that we've had. Like I haven't yeah, just Yeah, like, yeah, not just been sitting on the I've just like been awake and had a day. I just am like I think we walked what seven miles or eight miles when we did the five K that day and then all the other yeah. days were about five apiece on the floor. Six, I think. So yeah. It was wild. Uh but yeah, that that's kind of a week a recap of where we've been, what the last week was. Uh, I know some people were like, Man, we had FOMO of missing out, not being there. Well, we just told you everything that happened. So <laughs> now you know you don't you don't feel like you're left out on anything. But But also get your tickets. So yeah, exactly. You're not left out next year. Exactly. Twenty twenty four tickets are already on sale. You can go to the equip uh, expo dot com, I'm pretty sure, or equip dot com, I don't remember. But just equip expo. Just search equip expo and it'll come up and you can go there. You can go ahead and get your tickets. Uh, I'm encouraging everyone that went, uh, or maybe if you didn't go but you want to go next year, like go ahead and do that. Just get it over with. Like out of sight, out of mind. You don't have to worry exactly. about it. Exactly. Then you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to go rushing next September because you forgot. Like, just do it. You can use code GG50 to save 50%, get in for 12.50 again. Um, just get it over with, and then you're just ready to go. Uh, you honestly can probably go ahead and book your room. Uh, there's some people that book out that far. So if you can do that, then I would encourage you to do that because I know I was talking to a couple guys. We're like, man, we waited. We got it last minute, and we paid an arm and a leg to get in there. So. Uh, go ahead and get all those details worked out as fast as you can. And uh, we look forward to seeing you in Louisville in 2024. But it was a very, very good time. 
I love getting to get around and hang out with each and every one of you. We got to meet a lot of you guys who have never got to meet in person before. So great to that. A lot of guys we talked on Instagram back and forth with and things. So uh, it's so much fun getting to do that. But then, like I said, there were so many guys that we didn't even get to see. Uh, I saw people posting stories and stuff like, man, I didn't even know you were here at the show because when you're there, you don't have time to go through stories and stuff. And so I don't see who I was there throughout the day. Uh, but it was uh, wild. Like I wanted to see the lawn, the lawn tools were there. I missed them. Um, I know there's a couple other guys that I saw that afterwards that were there, and I was like, man, why did why did we not get to say hey or anything? But uh, it was a good time. It was a very very good time. So thanks to everyone who came up and said hey and supports the show. It means the world. Y'all allow us to be able to do what we do. You allow us to be able to go to that show and uh, walk around and get to see every one of you and get to meet and hang out. And so we get to. Uh, be up on stage. Thanks to Naylor for asking us to be on the morning show um, panel there, the interviews with uh, all the podcasts. And so thanks to Caleb for doing a good podcast with us. And then also big thanks to uh, Brian and Equip for putting on Energize and for Brian asking me to be on it and uh, on that panel. I think there was a ton of value in it. Uh, I was glad the the way that I could connect with some of the guys out there. I know that I wasn't the best person that could have been up there, but I believe that I filled a role that we were uh, a lot of guys were searching for, and so I hope that we filled that role um, to the best of our ability. I appreciate the opportunity. Would love to do it again in the future. We shall see what the future holds. Um, but I know that whoever's up there is going to be bringing you extremely good value, uh, and you need to be attending these events because who knows what's going to come next? Who knows what events are going to start popping up? You need to be to them. You need to be networking. The next event you need to be at is LAL. That's like literally three weeks away. Novi, Michigan, you can still get your ticket. You can still get your plane ticket. You can still get a room somewhere up there. Uh, it's literally Metro Detroit. You can find a hotel room. You're not going to get in the one uh, at the event center, but you can get a hotel room close. So get up there. That is the one. You go to net, You go to Equip to network and hang out and have fun. You go to LAL to network, but you go to, uh, to LAL to learn. Um, it is a packed full day of nothing but amazing speakers coming in there pouring into you pouring themselves out and and just trying to help you grow your business so you can better your family and your future so head over to launchroomacademy.com get your ticket there get signed up and we look forward to seeing you and novi in three weeks november the 11th saturday so i think that's going to wrap this episode up guys for our marriage monday we thank you so much for tuning in we thank savannah for making it through the show tonight with us um she's barely alive but i don't think i am she made it she made it so uh yeah, guys, thank you again for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for coming up and saying hey at Equip. We love it so much when we get to say hey and hang out, and it really does mean the world to us that you support the show. If you enjoy it, leave us a big five-star rating and review. Stay tuned for a lot of new things to come. Uh, we got a lot of stuff coming that I'm excited about, so just, like I said, stay tuned for that. Thanks for tuning in. Without any further ado, that's going to wrap this episode up, and we look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next one. 